My favorite picture books about birds often have a child at center interacting with or carefully watching a bird. Our whole family loved the E.B. White classic, The Trumpet of the Swan, even though the story is patently ridiculous about a mute trumpeter swan named Lewis whose father breaks into a music store and steals a trumpet to give his baby son a voice. Lewis learns to read and write with chalk on a slate, becomes a jazz musician to earn enough money to make restitution to the music store and redeem his father's reputation, and serenades the swan he loves by playing Beautiful Dreamer. The main human character is a boy named Sam Beaver who saved the baby swans from a fox, so he becomes trusted by the family. Sam helps Lewis negotiate the human world and also keeps a field notebook. I love that. Sam Beaver was my inspiration for taking my own students on bird walks. Jane Yolen's Owl Moon was published in 1987 when my children were preschoolers. It's about a girl who is finally big enough to go owling with her father. Reading it, I feel her anticipation and hope, how cold it is, how she must be very quiet and wait patiently each time her father hoots, and how thrilled she feels when a great horned owl flies in. Jane Yolen's words are lyrical and grounded in her own vivid and sensory experiences. Owl Moon is the gold standard against which I compare all children's books about real birds. There's a three-decade gap between the books I became familiar with as a teacher and mother of young children and the books available today, so I'm ignorant of a huge swath of good books. In 2008, one of my friends, Janet Regal, wrote and illustrated a lovely book, Piping Plover Summer, for Raven Productions, about a pair of piping plovers nesting on a beach and how their eggs and chicks are protected from dogs, humans, foxes, and gulls after people put up an enclosure. I myself am listed as the primary author of a children's picture book published in 2016 by the Cornell Lab Publishing Group. Am I Like You, co-authored by Brian Saken with illustrations by Anna Rutberg, is about a boy and his mother on a nature walk, the boy wondering which bird he's most like. The storyline was not my idea. My role was more to provide the background information about the birds. I gave my copy to Walter, who likes the bright illustrations, but he does not pull it off the shelf very often. I received a review copy of a picture book released by Princeton Architectural Press this year, She Heard the Birds, about Florence Merriam Bailey, one of my real-life heroes. It's written and illustrated by Andrea D'Aquino. The abstract artwork is gorgeous, and I love that there is now a children's book about such an important woman. 
My only complaint with the whole book is with one of the illustrations, a two-page spread showing ten birds with their names and a description of their vocalizations. The generic sparrow, simply called sparrow, with the vocalization described as cheap-cheap, offended my sensibilities in a book about the author of The First Real Field Guide. Birds Through an Opera Glass shows eight different species of sparrows, each with its own name, but does not include the house sparrow, the only sparrow that says cheap, cheap. I'm sure Florence Merriam Bailey, an ardent conservationist, left out that extremely familiar but invasive exotic species on purpose. When I read She Heard the Birds to Walter, I've been calling that bird a white-throated sparrow and whistling the old Sam Peabody song to him. A fussy person can find fault with just about anything, and I'm obviously very fussy when it comes to bird books. But a new one coming out next month is right up there with Owl Moon at the top of my list. Next time, I'll talk about Scott Widensall's forthcoming A Warbler's Journey. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.